There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Friday morning, the 24th of July. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The government has taken significant action, announcing how it hopes to get the country back on its feet. This is an unprecedented, an unprecedented set of measures required uh, by unprecedented times, involving uh, an additional expenditure of £5.2 uh, billion in tax measures and expenditure measures. The recovery will, however, be different to what we were used to pre-COVID. No one should be in any doubt about the fact that we are not returning to pre-March normality. Significant limits on public activities remain and each of us retains the duty to do whatever we can to limit the spread of the virus. The Taoiseach was speaking at a press conference to announce the biggest cash injection ever for the economy. The package we are announcing today includes over 50 individual measures which collectively address every significant area of economic activity in our country. We are determined to protect as many businesses and jobs as possible and to help create new opportunities. A wide range of measures will be implemented to achieve this. We are not using a one-size-fits-all approach. Our actions will help businesses from the smallest up to the biggest employers through a mix of both general and targeted actions. The Tanishta spelt out how much these measures are going to cost. It's worth more than €5 billion Euros, uh, and on top of that there'll be another €2 billion Euros in loan guarantees. So it is bigger in scale than most budgets and will be deployed at speed. Leo Radker and Michal Martin speaking at a government press conference last evening. Damien English, Minister of State with responsibility for business, employment and retail joins us this morning. Good morning, Minister, and thanks for joining us. There's a lot of ambition, I suppose, in this plan, but under the cloud of the coronavirus. Yeah, there certainly is, Michael. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on. Um, look, it's an important stimulus. We need this to try to give the economy a boost. Uh, a lot of businesses um, have have suffered greatly over the last couple of months. A lot of families and individual people uh, have lost their jobs and are under pressure and are nervous on their job. So this stimulus is practically uh, allocating about seven billion of activity or funding to try to drive the economy to give those businesses a chance to survive, some of them to reopen, but mainly to get people back into work. And that's what the focus is. It is about helping businesses to protect jobs and also to create new ones. It is about supporting people that have lost their jobs, but hopefully we'll get a job back soon. 
but also trying to build confidence and to kind of produce a pathway for young people who might find themselves now finished education but not, no chance of a job. So it's, it's trying to close that gap to get them closer to a job as well. But also look to the future too, and that's why there is funding there allocated to different projects that are building for the future. But I, I suppose, Michael, look, with a stimulus package like this, OK, it's around $7 billion. There's always going to be demand and calls for more. But it is building on what we would have already committed funding to prior to this uh, in kind of across May and June there was nearly 14 billion worth yeah, and of support. that figure of 5 billion that we were hearing uh, from uh, government uh, in those clips uh, is uh, on top of 2 million that was already committed that makes that figure of 7 billion. Well well no sorry well it's it's, it's there was about 14 billion in commitment mm-hmm. and spend mm-hmm. you have a 5 billion here kind of of the spend and tax uh, tax expenditure uh, but then also there's another 2 billion allocated to credit guarantee system and that legislation I brought through the dollar this week was to allow for about 2 billion of credit guarantees but this initiative is also saying there'll be 2 billion more added to that if need be if there's a demand on that on that funding and that's what we're trying to do here so what we're saying is we recognise businesses need support in different ways so they absolutely need cash straight up direct grants and that's why the restart grant has been increased up to 25,000 and the wage subsidy will continue right out to the end of next March which is another direct intervention of cash into businesses to protect jobs. But we also recognise that businesses will need other forms of support. They will need tax deferrals, they will need tax credits. That's going on, there's vast reductions. But on top of that, we do recognise that there will, will need to be access to finance and there's loan requirements as well. So the credit guarantee that was announced in May and reaffirmed with more money yesterday is a, is a, is a guarantee the state gives to the banks that we kind of carry the risk behind a lot of those loans mm. and encourages the banks to make money available cheaper quicker and on better terms into businesses to give them a chance to survive as well and on top of that then we have other smaller loans that are 0% for the next year uh, under 50,000 under the microfinance so we're trying to intervene in different ways to get the best bang for our buck and naturally it's a combination of grants, loans tax incentives, reduction in VAT and so on, all those together will help save jobs and that's the bottom line here that's what we're trying to do. Will it get people back to work who are out of work? I believe it will, uh, Michael. We're not going to get everyone back straight away. And mm. the judgment of how successful this stimulus plan is, on top of the other supports, will be in the autumn when we see how many are back at work. But I'll mm. give you an example. Already, uh, anybody who is out of work as a result of the virus is out of work as a result of the virus uh, and won't be going back to work until that problem has been solved. Either, yeah. uh, either it's safe to go back to work or there's a vaccine. Well, there's two things there, Michael. Um, and in fairness, if you look at what happened, we'll say the number of people who were on the, on the pub payment, the mm. pandemic unemployment payment, yeah. was 600,000 mm. a few weeks ago. Yeah. That's now down to 300,000. So yeah. already mm. they're gone back. To and they're people. heading to a drastic cut in their payments. No, no, the, the point I'm making, first of all, is that mm. already quite a high number of people have. Oh, I know, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're right, there yeah, are some that yeah. are still restricted because of public health movements, yeah. but also there are some businesses, I mean, mm. if you engage with the, with the leisure sector and the play centre area, mm. they're under pressure to get their customers back. And they've gone to great efforts to, to turn their, 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 their centres around to make them safe, make them safe from a public health point of view, mm. but it takes a little bit of time to encourage their customers to come back in. And that's why we have to give wage support, we have to give grants to to carry the businesses through these these awkward times in the weeks and months ahead as they get their customers back mm. and build back up activity. Likewise, restaurants, hotels, pubs, the whole sector, some, as you say, still yeah. aren't allowed open. But as they are, we want to have supports in place to help them with that, to get reopened and to build back up. Because mm. you're right, Michael, 
this will take possibly 12, 18 months to get full activity back. It could take two years to get back to where we were in February of this year. And that's our yeah. target. Well, there's a, a lot of criticism already uh, that what's envisaged is regressive. Uh, how will the success of this be measured, do you think? Well, I suppose the best way to, to if it's a job stimulus package, the best way to measure the success of this will be to judge this in a few months' time and see where we are from, from a jobs point of view and judge it next February. And already with the fourteen mm. billion that we did commit. So, 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 if there's a second wave uh, and people can't get back to work, barmen, for example, can't get back to work, uh, well, then it, it won't be a success, and those people will find themselves on two hundred euro a week. Yes, yeah, so, so exactly, Michael. So you, that will be a failure, will it? The, the problem. No, so the, the problem here is, you are absolutely right. You're trying to balance uh, the economy and public health. Mm. Public health is always number one, and we've shown that. And, and to protect people's public health, we've made a lot of dramatic changes. A lot of businesses were asked to temporarily close, mm. uh, and they did do that. And that's why there's about, a, you know, in total, we've over 20 billion now spent to try to help those businesses through that because they were asked to close. Mm. They didn't close because their business was a failure. It was because they were asked to close, and people were asked to stay at home. And now you're trying to reopen the economy, and bit by bit, and try to do that in a careful, safe way with public health guidance. And that does mean some sectors will struggle for longer than others. And, and you're right, it means today some people are still... Well, there's definitely a Fine Gael stamp on this, uh, and uh, undoubtedly that's uh, because uh, of the role the Tarnister would have had uh, in drawing it, it up. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, you're quite relieved uh, that this is a Fine Gael stimulus uh, and that it has those measures that will help the better off and businesses uh, as such, uh, and that you didn't have to put any trust in Fianna Fáil really when it came to this? I think, Michael, this is, is it's a job stimulus. It's not a Fianna Gael, a Fianna Fáil or a Green. It's a government mm. plan on behalf of the country. Mm. And it's a job stimulus. And I think you're wrong. This is trying to help those who are out of a job today to get them back into a job, to reopen the sector. And you're okay. right. Mm. There, there are some people who can't go back. So the, the, the public uh, or the pandemic on payment mm. is still there. And it's still a higher rate. Uh, for most people than it would be on the normal job sequence and that continues out to next April okay. which is a significant support and naturally if you lose your job you'd, you'd like a support that replaces fully your wages but okay. that's just not possible well, to that. so the pub payment is quite high and naturally, but I wish it was higher. Well, let's hope that by next February, we're here talking about the success of it because that's in everybody's interest. Uh, but I, 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 no I, doubt, Michael, I do want to talk about the level of trust or the lack of trust that Fine Gael has in Fianna Fáil this morning. Uh, and uh, I want to do that following this. In accordance with Standing Order 111D, I inform the House that Deputy Catherine Connolly is the successful candidate selected by the secret ballot for the position of Las Ciaran Corla. I now put... Uh, Dal Clark uh, making that uh, announcement. I'm sure you uh, applauded uh, Catherine Connolly like uh, a- anybody else uh, would, uh, but uh, why is it that Fergus O'Dowd was so badly betrayed, do you think, Damien English? Again, Fergus O'Dowd, I think we all expected today, would have been the last Concorla, and is in a man well fit for the job. He did CV probably better than anybody's because he's so, so much experience in politics from a local level to a national level across many, many briefs. And I fully expected that he would have won that contest. It's a secret ballot, uh, and like anybody else, when you go into a secret ballot, nobody knows what anybody does. And we all assumed that, that 
Fargus would have won that by, by a couple of votes. So you take the out. you take the same position as Mihal Martin on this. I didn't even hear Mihal Martin. All right. Well, this is what Mihal Martin said to Morning Ireland. I wish Catherine uh, Connie every success. Uh, has been a, she's been a good chair herself in in substituting for the, the, the Keown Corley from time to, to time. What it does reflect is, I think, where you have a secret ballot, and that was the whole design of it when we were approached by okay. political scientists some time ago, was to give Parliament greater autonomy. And that, what you witness yesterday is a manifestation of that. The Taoiseach Michael Martin speaking on RTE's Morning Ireland today. Damien English, why is it that Michael Martin has lost control of his party? Well, well, there's two things there, uh, Michael. First of all, I want to be say, I want to say, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed for Farrell and for his family. I think this is a position he deserved. He's worked hard for over many years. He was a uh, government Connelly. nominee. Catherine Connolly is is well fit to carry out the job as well, but we would have supported Fergus. Again, Michael, this is as simple as this. Nobody knows who did or didn't vote for him yet. So uh, there's no point in trying to figure out who didn't. Did you vote for Fergus or doubt? I absolutely did. I'm sure you did, and I'm sure everybody in Fine Gael did, because they wouldn't betray him like that, would they? I'm sure they did. But I, so I, would no you imagine that the bulk of the 15 TDs, the government party TDs, who voted against Fergus O'Dowd, who betrayed the government and Fergus O'Dowd, were Fianna Fáil TDs? Michael, there's no point in us speculating. I have no... Oh, I think there is. I mean... I mean, but I've no idea. Well, I mean, you heard the talk, didn't you? I mean, this was this wasn't a surprise, was it? It was a total surprise. To me. It was a total surprise to you. So you didn't hear the talk. Well, I'm sorry, I haven't time to hear the talk and all that. I mean, too busy all week bringing through legislation. You're already on to something else that I've no idea what you're on about. So I leave you with that. With your, with your okay. Well, at least 15 government party TDs voted against the government, betraying Fergus O'Dowd. Uh, which party do you believe they belong to? Michael, I have to be clear on this, right? And I, I, I'm, if you want to spend the program discussing this, that's that's fine. But I have nothing to offer you here because I don't know. It's a secret ballot. I don't know who did or didn't vote for him. I'm disappointed for him. He he should be the last Clancarra to, today. It didn't work. Well, out. he should that's, be, that's except except that you were stabbed in the back. I don't, Michael. Just just to be clear, when you have a vote in the dark, like any vote, most of our votes are very public and people can see them. There's a private ballot for a reason for mm. these positions. That's what it is. I'm not, I can't interrogate everybody quite way the voters. No. It's not my job. Well, if you, if you lose control, was, you lose the vote. Uh, Ferguson O'Dowd was expecting, uh, it was a foregone conclusion, he was expecting to be elected last Ciam Corla. Uh, here's what he, he said to us at the beginning of the month. Well, I've been nominated on the agreed nominee of the government that is uh, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, the Green Party for the position of last Kellen Corner, which is basically what's called in English the Deputy Leader of the House, and that's a vote of the Oireachtas. So the process is that uh, anybody obviously can be posed and seconded, and then there's a vote, and hopefully uh, I will get the majority support. Um, mm. And it's a great honour to be nominated for that position. Well, so, um, premature perhaps, but congratulations on that because I take it it's more or less a foregone conclusion and that neither the Green Party or Fianna Fáil will put forward a candidate and will support your nomination. But that's, that's, it's an agreed nomination from, from, the, from the government, basically. All right, well, there you have it, Damien English. Fergus O'Dowd is as naive as me. 
I, I, certainly Fergus without is absolutely not naive and you're, you're, you're not Ida Mike like I assure you that well it was a <laughs> foregone conclusion That's I, 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 I didn't think we were going to be having this conversation today I, and clearly on the 2nd of July Fergus O'Dowd didn't think we would be having this conversation today because he was nominated by the government and the expectation is that the people who make up the government the government party TDs would vote in line with the government but 15 I, I, Fianna Fáil TDs or at least a, the bulk of them must have been in Fianna Fáil voted against Fergus O'Dowd. Fergus O'Dowd has been betrayed, as has the government. Again, Michael, you use the words a foregone conclusion. It's a lesson to all of us that when it comes to politics, there's never any foregone solutions. I've, I've heard for many years someone's got a safe seat or a safe vote. It doesn't work that way. In politics. So you've no sorry. problem with Fianna Fáil sorry. over this? Michael, sorry, can I finish the point? Sorry. And even Fergus, in fairness to him yesterday, who was voting before the vote, he even said himself, he wasn't assuming he mm. was. He knew that it was a private ballot. Mm. He was out making sure that he'd talk to all that. Well, he's terribly voters. disappointed. I'm sure you can yeah, understand. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm disappointed mm. for him and for his family yeah. because he, he, it's a position he's well mm. earned. But I, I've no doubt Fergus is a very successful politician TD. He represents Loud extremely mm. well. He'll, he'll, he'll be continuing to do his job as, as much as ever. But mm. this will be an addition that would have enabled him to do even more. So it's a shame. But that's well, it's a bit more than a shame to be stabbed in the back like this, to be betrayed like this, to be humiliated in public. And by the way, uh, I spoke to Fergus O'Dowd last night uh, and he is terribly disappointed. He, and he has said that he's going to take a, a couple of days back from this so that he can reflect on it and what happened to him and that he'll talk to us on the programme next week. Uh, but it's, a yeah, no- and, and it's an awful position that he has been put in, isn't it? I spoke to Michael Athos as well, and, and I, I could see in him, I mean, he was, you know, this, is, this wasn't nice. Uh, he, it's, a, it's a battle we expect him to win. But look, we're in politics. And, and Why did it happen? Fergus is in politics a long time. And Why did it happen? I, Michael, if you've asked me that a while ago, I have no idea, because it's a private ballot. I can't, do I you can't have, answer the question. Do, do, do you think it has anything to do with Barry Cowan or any of these other issues uh, that Micheál Martin has made a bags of since becoming Taoiseach? I think Micheál Martin, uh, uh, you know, his number one agenda when he became Taoiseach was to work with the Taoiseach, Leo Varadkar, myself and all No, but why did the Fianna Fáil TDs vote against Micheál Martin? I'm not asking about what Micheál Martin did. I'm asking what he did wrong that annoyed those TDs so badly that they would do something to humiliate one of your party members. Okay, you you mentioned his job as Taoiseach. I'm trying to explain to you the first and number one thing we had to do as Taoiseach was to put together this July stimulus package. Why are you explaining that to me? The number one priority. Does it, does it not matter what happened to Ferguson? I mean, why are you explaining that to me? That's just counting down the clock or talking down the clock. Why, why, why don't you tell me why, why you think Fianna Fáil TDs voted against their party leader and made uh, a mockery of the government position on this? They've embarrassed not just Fergus O'Dowd, but yourselves, everybody in Fine Gael. Michael, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I can't add to your speculation about this because I don't know what happened. Are you not embarrassed by it? The vote. I, I'm, I'm extremely disappointed. Are you embarrassed by it? it. I, I'm disappointed I thought he would win this. Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed that you were in a coalition with a party that would stab you in the back like this? It's a, a private ballot of, a ballot of Dahlia, Michael. I can't, and I, I'm sorry, but I can't give you the answers you want me to give you. Do you believe that 15 TDs stabbed Fine Gael in the back? Different TDs voted for different ways. We don't know who voted for Catron. We don't know who voted for Fergus. No, we know that 15 government party TDs voted for Catherine. We we don't know. Was that not a betrayal? private ballot. But you add the numbers up, which the number crunchers have done, and... 
Uh, and keep adding them up. It doesn't change the result. I can't imagine for you here, Mike. I'm sorry, but I I can't give you any indication of what happened here because it was a private. Well, would you say would you say that the government TDs who voted against the government nominee did not stab the government in the back? As far as I was concerned, that Fergus Adowd should have had enough votes in the yesterday to win that seat. Okay, as Fergus himself will know better, he met all the people, all the potential voters. He was out canvassing. Some would have told him that they were voting for Catherine. Some would have said that they were expected to vote for Catherine and vote for him because I met independents who voted for Fergus. So mm. It's bad form, though, enough. isn't it? Whatever, whatever about stabbing it's, in the back, it's very bad form, isn't it? It's, he would, to me, he was the best person for that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Catherine is well able, but I think he was a better candidate for it. Mm. I was nominating him. I was supporting him, yeah. and I'm disappointed my man didn't. Win. It's made but Michael Martin look very foolish. It's made Leo Bradker look very. It's made Finna Gale look very foolish. Um, it's bad form, isn't it? It's look at it's Fergus is our local man. You and I both wanted him to get in, and so did many others. And and it would have been a benefit to our area. I, I, I didn't uh, really care if he was in or not. I just hate to see anybody well, humiliated well, I, like that. Well, yeah, well, I I, I cared, and I, I, mm. I would hope he would have got it, and and he didn't, and it's a shame. But he would still do his job as he always does, representing the area and mm. do a top class job. And I've no doubt he'd be successful winning other positions. But we are politicians, Michael, and these you know, we win some battles, we lose them. All I'm saying to you is. I, I, for a long time, I've heard people assuming somebody's going to win, somebody's going to get a, a big vote. It doesn't always work that way. We all assumed Fergus would win it. Maybe some took that for granted. I don't mm. know. Fergus didn't. He actively worked hard to get this. Uh, it didn't work out, and it's disappointing. It's a shame. And that's, but that's, I can't change that. You can't change it. And trying to second guess who voted what way is not going to do anything. Well, it's don't not know. Really. A private ballot is a private ballot. So, you know, the speculation will continue. I have to focus on my work. Well, the fact is that 15 government party TDs voted against the government nominee. I mean, that, yeah. that, that's just the fact. Uh, who, yeah, but Michael, look at, Michael, no, no offence, but I have to continue with my work as a minister. Mm. I have to drive on okay. the jobs agenda okay. and the recovery agenda, and that's what I have to do. Okay. Uh, and Fergus okay. will be supporting us in that work, and has worked very closely with me and many of these proposals in government for years. Okay. So we'll continue to do that. That mm-hmm. has to be our focus, okay. to get on with the real work, because our real job here is to help people who are in difficult times because of COVID-19, A, from a health point of view, and B, from a, from a job security point of view, and businesses are under a lot of pressure out there, and they would expect you and me to focus most of our time on support for them, and not okay. getting caught up in political conversations. And that's fine; mm. we we'll do that too. Mm. But my my effort has to be okay. around the July st- stimulus package and to drive on okay. and implement it and make sure it gets implemented fully. Mm. Okay. All right, Minister, I have to leave there. Thank you very much indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Uh, that is uh, Damien English, who's a Finnegale TD in Meath West and uh, Minister of State with responsibility for business, employment, and retail. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.